0: Welcome to another episode of our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Visit our website for complete collections of your favorite old-time radio series. Remember to follow us so you won't miss new releases from SolvedMystery.com. Sparkling new-looking floors in just six to nine minutes. Ladies, that's good news. Use economical, no-rubbing wax. Just apply and it dries to a marvelous high wax luster that makes rooms lovelier, saves frequent scrubbings or polishings. Yet a full pint of AeroWax costs only 25 cents at hardware, drug, grocery, and 10 cent stores. AeroWax, A E R O W A X, will make you proud of your floors.
1: Mr. Keene, Tracer of Lost Persons is on the air. (music) Ladies and gentlemen, the makers of Kalonos Toothpaste present Mr. Keene, Tracer of Lost Persons, one of the most famous characters of American fiction and one of radio's most thrilling dramas. Tonight and every Thursday night from 7.30 to 8.00 Eastern Wartime, the famous old investigator will take from his files and bring to us one of his most celebrated missing persons' cases. But first, for bright sparkling teeth, a million-dollar smile, try the new Colonel's toothpaste. It's a high-polishing toothpaste that acts like a jewelers polish, removing tarnish from silver. Safely, speedily, it whisks away dingy surface stains that cloud your smile and reveals the full natural brilliance of your teeth. Get the new high-polishing colonos at any drugstore tonight. Ask for Colynos toothpaste. K O L Y N O S. Mr. Keene, Tracer of Lost Persons. Tonight our story opens in one of the great movie palaces of Broadway, the Palladium, where for three weeks the stage presentation has been a sensational success. Skip Gordon's Review, starring Lola Bennett. My heart me I will cry again. As the spotlight cuts across the vast theater to the stage, it falls on a beautiful golden-haired girl, Lola Bennett singing in the wistful style that has made her a hit overnight. Will I be
2: The
3: thank
4: you, Tim.
2: <laughs> and make a little speech for our audience, won't you?
4: <laughs> You've been wonderful to me. I don't know
2: how to thank you. Hold it, everybody. Hold it. Lola will be back with another song later. Meanwhile, a little novelty number from our orchestra, a special arrangement of that outstanding hit, Pistol Packin' Mama. <laughs> Take it away, maestro, while yours truly cools off in the wake.
3: Jim. Yeah, Joe? I've been stage manager here ten years. I've never seen a gal win over a crowd like Lola.
0: <laughs> Swell, kid.
2: Whoa, what are they doing out there? <laughs> Just a pistol sound effect in the number. Don't you like it? I'll take a blockbuster. <laughs> hey, where is Lola? I thought she'd be here in the wings. She ducked back to her dressing room, Skip, to fix her makeup. It's time for Lola to go on again.
1: Well, run down and knock on her door, huh?
2: Okay, I'll signal the band to do another chorus meanwhile.
3: On stage, Lola. On stage. Well, Joe, what gives? No answer. Well, look inside.
2: She's not there. It can't be. I'll ask the doorman if she went out. Well, hurry, Joe, will you hurry? Hey,
1: Charlie. Yeah, Joe? Have you seen Lola? Nope, not this way. Lola!
0: Lola! 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 Hey, Lola, baby, where are you?
3: Lola! Where are you?
5: And you say, Mr. Gordon, that she hasn't been seen since she disappeared last night?
2: No, Mr. Keene. In all my years in show business, I've never known anything like it to happen. You tried her home, Mr. Gordon? Uh, Call me Skip, won't you? (laughs) Sure, we tried her home, and no soap. I I don't get it, Mr. Keene. Especially since she knew we were going to give her a farewell party, too, after the show. A farewell party? That was her last performance with my review. She goes into the Skytop Club this weekend, a star attraction. I made her take the offer. How do you mean? Well, I had her under contract ever since I found her singing in Cleveland six months ago. The minute she got the right song, she went over like wildfire. Now the Skytop wants her. Well, when they sent her the contract, she showed it to me and said...
4: No, Skip. I'm not signing that contract.
2: Oh, don't be crazy, kid. It doubles your pay. It gives you top
4: billing. Skip, you've been just wonderful to me. You taught me how to dress, to carry myself, to really sing. I'm not walking out on you.
2: Look, Lola. Here's another contract. Yours and mine.
4: Well? You've torn it up.
2: I'm no jail warden, baby. You're heading straight for the top, and I'm not holding you back. Not on your life, baby that was very generous of you. Generous, Mr. Keene? I love Lola, even though I've never told her. Never told her? <laughs> she wouldn't even have looked at me. Oh, but find Lola, Mr. King. That's all I'm asking.
5: Find Lola. Well, the place to start is obviously the Palladium, where she was last seen. That's a famous old house, as I remember. Ah, uh, Sure, in the old vaudeville days, we
2: used to talk about making the Palladium. <laughs> When you played there, it meant you were good. Still does. And
5: Lola made it with this engagement? Three smash weeks. All right, Skip. Let's go.
2: Hello, Charlie. Why, hello, Mr. Gordon. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, Mr. Keene, this is the stage doorman, Charlie Barnes. How do you do? Glad
5: to know you, sir. You think you'll find her? I'll do my best. A swell little lady. Incidentally, Charlie, uh, you were on duty last night? Yes, sir, Mr. Keene. You're sure she didn't leave the theater? (laughs) She couldn't have,
2: not without creating a riot. (laughs) Why? The place was surrounded with autograph hounds.
5: Oh.
2: Well, now, Skip, uh, if we could have a
5: look in her dressing room.
2: Oh, sure, right this way. I told the house manager to leave it exactly the same as it was last night. Good idea.
5: Uh, thank you, Charlie. Glad to oblige you, Mister King. Well, Skip, I gather your review is staying on at this theater. Yeah, another week with a replacement for Lola. Uh, here we are now. After you. Uh, thank you. Hmm. The usual dressing room chair, dressing table, wardrobe, trunk. Yeah, that's right. And telegrams of congratulation it up on the mirror. Yeah. Sing, Canary, sing. I love you, I love you, I love you. Repeat it two dozen times.
2: Yeah, the telegrams are mostly from
5: Larry Reeves. Reeves? Yeah. Oh, he's a well-known Broadway playboy, isn't he?
2: Yeah, with more money than's good for him, too, and more wives. Married four times, divorced four times. I gather he wanted Lola for the fifth? Yeah, I've been making quite a pitch. Even a smart kid like Lola got to believing him. They were almost engaged. Almost? Yeah, he sent Lola a ring last week.
5: Diamond like a headlight. (laughs)
2: Did <laughs> it burn him when Lola sent it back?
5: Hmm. I suppose this is her costume trunk. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Say. You don't think. Is there a key around? A uh, key? Uh, there's one in the dressing table. Oh, well, we'll try it. Oh, gosh.
2: I thought for a minute we were going to have a trunk murder. These are her costumes, Skip. Hmm? Yeah, some of them. I remember others. Oh? Where where are they? Well, I I wouldn't know.
3: Oh, Skip. Hey, Skip.
2: That's Tommy Tolan, my band leader. Hey,
3: Skip.
6: We start the first show in ten minutes. Yeah, I know. This is Mr. King. How do you do? Oh, how do you do? Oh, yeah. You said you were going to ask him to. Hey, that reminds me. Of what, Tommy? Well, I wanted to mention it before, but I didn't want to talk out of turn. Well, come on. Give, Tommy, will you? Well, you know my goofy saxophonist, Harry Forbes. (laughs) Yeah. Harry's had a crush on Lola for months. Hanging around and pestering her day and night. Well, right after you left the stage last night, Skip, and we start a pistol pack and mama, remember? Yeah. Harry signals me. He whispers he's got to leave the stage. Oh, he looks so crazy. I says, All right. So he slips out behind the drapes. Very interesting. And then I don't see him for fifteen minutes. And the funny
2: part about it What was, was... so funny about it? Oh, hello, Harry. What was so funny? All right. I'll
6: say it right to your face, Harry. You walked off the stage carrying a gun.
2: We all had guns, phony guns for the pistol packing number. Now,
5: just a minute. Am I to understand you used guns, pistols, as stage props for the performance of the number of pistol
6: packing, Mama? Yes, Mr. Keene. But the rest of us had our guns on stage. He could have had his loaded.
2: Are you trying to say If that...
6: anybody wanted to shoot Lola, that was the time to do it. During all that noise. You
5: skunk. No, your band leader is right, Forbes. It was his duty to tell us. Why did you go off the stage? Oh, because I felt sick. I wanted
2: to take a pill. I told him that. Okay, okay. Okay, nothing. One of these days you'll have to get yourself a new Saxophone. Uh, hey, Harry, wait a minute. No, now, wait. never
5: mind, Skip. And thank you, Mr. Tolan, for this information. Oh, I figured I had to tell you, Mr. Keene. That
6: guy's wacky. Well, the curtain's in five minutes. Yeah, I'll be there.
2: Well, Mr. Keene, how does it add up to you? It doesn't, yet better
5: get along for your performance, Skip. Performance, yeah.
2: Yeah. You'll be sticking around.
5: Right here in the dressing room. Okay. Those telegrams. I love you. I love you. I love you.
4: Mr. Keene. Yes? I was waiting till the others went away. Who are you? I'm just a dresser around here. Take care of the performer's clothes. Well? Look, uh, this note. She gave it to me last night. She said that if he came again, I was to give it to him. In the excitement last night, I forgot. Uh, you better have it. Well, thank you.
1: Marie!
4: Marie! Oh, quick, put it in your pocket. That's Larry Reeves, Mr. King. You know, the playboy.
1: Hey, Marie, why didn't you answer when I called?
4: Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Reeves. I didn't hear you.
1: Any word yet about Lola?
4: No, Mr. Reeves, nothing.
2: Who's this? Anybody? Can't be. I don't know. Thank you.
1: Gold digger? She's done a run-out on me. She's not
4: a gold digger. I right, shut up. I won't have you talk that way about her. I
1: know a kind, playing hard to get. Come and find me. When I do, I'll wring her little neck. I'll break every bone in her body.
4: Oh, he's just awful, that Mr. Reeves. Thinks that for money he can have anything. But Miss Bennett's not his kind. What about this note? She said to give it to him if he came around again to bother her.
5: She was expecting him last night?
4: Every night. The doorman was told to keep him out, but... There's a way of coming through the front of the house, Mr. Keene. Oh, I see. Uh, don't open that note here, please, sir.
5: Very well. And if Mr. Skip Gordon asks for me, tell him I went back to my office. Oh. I'll have you know, Miss Ellis, I don't make a practice of reading other people's mail. But
4: This is a matter of life or death, perhaps. Oh, come on. What does it say?
5: Well, I'll read it. Dear Larry, I've sent back your ring, and that must end it. In my 26 years, I found there is one quality in people that I cannot stand. Selfishness. It once cost me a terrible lot. The worst years of my life. If I married you, it would be the same all over again so it must be goodbye. And please stop threatening me because it won't work. Lola.
6: Well, Mr. Keene?
5: Selfishness. The worst years of my life. What does it mean?
3: Yes, what?
5: As a matter of fact, Miss Ellis, we know almost nothing about Lola Bennett. Skip has known her only six months and she's uh, never talked of the past. What's
4: the difference? (laughs) This note points straight to Reeves.
5: And other evidence points to Forbes, the musician. No, I've got to know a whole lot more about that girl. There's only one way to find out. Mm Hmm? How? You know the uh, weekly newspaper footlight? Oh, sure. The Bible of show business. Well, I'd like Mike Clancy to go back through their files and dig up every single mention that was ever made of Lola Bennett.
4: Right, Mr. Keene. Now get hold of Mike at once. Mm -hmm.
1: the suspicion in the disappearance of Lola Bennett, and Mr. Keene goes on with his search. Meanwhile, thousands of girls who suffer the heartache of being unpopular, clever, pretty, smartly dressed girls, have just one thing to blame, teeth that rob them of charm when they smile. Thousands of men whose livelihood depends on selling themselves to others have the same weakness of appearance to blame. They don't know it or notice it, but the people they contact do. You may or may not be one of those people. But if you have the slightest suspicion that you are, try the new Kalanose toothpaste, the high-polishing toothpaste. You'll find Kalanose helps remove those dingy, unattractive surface stains from your teeth. Brings out all the natural luster and brilliance that adds so much to your smile. Start using the new Kalanose tonight. Remember, it's a high-polishing toothpaste. You can get Kalanose, K-O-L-Y-N-O-S, Colonos Toothpaste, At any drugstore. Now back to Mr. Keene's office and the continuation of the case of the lovely singing star, Lola Bennett.
3: But hey, our boss,
6: I got three back numbers of Footlight that mention her. Thanks, Mike. The first goes back about eight years when she was just a kid.
5: Hmm. It's a review of a vaudeville act that opened in St. Paul. Billy the Song and Dance Man. The viewer says a strictly mediocre act... that may do for the sticks, but will never make the palladium. Now, this paragraph here. accompanying Billy was a pretty little stooge called Lola Bennett... who had nothing to do but be sung at. Now look at the second paper, Mr. King. Hmm. Dated four years later from Akron, Ohio. Now the act is called Billy and Lola. About this minor league vaudeville act that premiered here last night... Nothing much can be said for or against the male heart, Billy. But the little blonde who shared the bill, Lola Bennett, showed unusual promise. Two of her numbers sung with refreshing sincerity brought down the house. Very interesting. Read that third item, boss. It goes back just two years. Now the act is called Lola Bennett and Billy. (laughs) Right. One of the most novel fan singers heard in these parts lately opened last night at The Star. A voice full of honey and captivating personality. Should go far with the right training. The act was completed by a novelty instrument number from Billy. Different, but was it good? Well, boss, what do you make of it? The old story of show business. The pupil outgrowing the master. Lola made the palladium, but Billy never did. Billy?
6: Whoever he is, that's your private phone, boss.
5: Hello? Hello. Keen Company. Keen, this is Harry
3: Forbes. You know the saxophone player? Yes.
5: Uh, good afternoon, Mr. Forbes.
3: I'm going to talk straight out. I want you to lay off me.
5: But, my dear fellow... Don't try
3: to put Lola's disappearance on me. I have nothing to do with
5: it. How did you ever get my private phone number? From
3: Skip Gordon, and I've warned him, too. Lay off me or else.
5: Or else what?
3: Lay off me, that's all.
5: You hear any of that, Mike? Huh, I did. A maniac. Well, don't you think that he well, with the suspicions we got. Oh, never the... mind. I want to follow another lead now. Well, sir. Each of these reviews mentions other acts that appeared on the same bill, Mike. I'd like to find some of those other people. Mm, it'll take a lot of digging. But it may give us very valuable information. Try the booking agencies, Mike, and the actors' hotels at once. Okay. I'm on my way, sir.
4: Well, it's nice, Mr. Keene, that somebody remembers me after all these years out of show business.
5: I gather, Mrs. Hall, that you once had a comedy act?
4: Ah, it wasn't much, but it made folks laugh.
5: On at least one occasion, you played the same theater with a song and dance man called Billy?
4: Billy? uh, Oh, sure. Kind of a sour puss.
5: Why do you say that?
4: Well, had his heart set on getting to Broadway. Wasn't good enough.
5: What was his surname, Mrs. Hall?
4: surname Billy. That's all he was ever called.
5: Hmm. You remember his partner?
4: Oh, sure. Lola Bennett. He hired her in St. Paul after his regular partner walked out on him. She's doing fine these days.
5: But what's become of Billy?
4: Billy? Oh, well, I couldn't tell you.
5: Yes, Major Tiny, I'm looking for an old performer called Billy.
4: I remember him, Mr. Keene. My midget act trooped all over Canada with him one winter in a unit show. Really? My, but what his wife had to put up with.
5: Wife, did you say?
4: Yes, Lola Bennett.
5: Oh, they were married.
4: Two years by then, but they weren't happy. Billy was so jealous.
5: Of the fact that she was becoming more successful than he?
4: That's right, Mr. Keene. He took to drink. Actually beat her up one night. I tried to stop him. Oh? He threatened to walk on me. Oh, a bad character.
5: What was his surname?
4: I never knew.
5: Would you have a photograph of him?
4: No, sir. Well,
5: oh, thank you. There's still one more chance.
3: Sure, I know, Mr. King. When I was hopping on the Jackson circuit, you see, I used to do a soft shoe number like this.
5: Charming, Mr. Foley.
3: Charming. Yeah, but strictly passe. I'm working up a new routine now like this.
5: Um, uh, if I may be so rude, Mr. Foley. Yeah? How were they getting on when you knew them?
3: Oh, terrible. You see, the booking agents was thumbs down on him. Why? Well, they said he crabbed the act. The ball and chain. The guy tried everything. He even worked up a a novelty, a solo, and a song on five different instruments. You know, one after the other. Hmm. Still no soap. But Lola stuck by him. Much good it did her. Guy was a maniac. Talking crazy all the time about making a palladium. Hitting Broadway. Well, it got so bad, she finally had to divorce him.
5: I see. By the way, what instruments did he play in that novelty number? Hmm, clarinet, fiddle. The saxophone, too? Yeah,
3: saxophone, all right. Yeah, that was his best.
5: Would you by any chance have a photograph of him? A photo?
3: Let's see, uh... Well, once in Buffalo... Yes? We all gave a hospital benefit, and the newspapers took photos.
5: Could you find that photograph?
3: Well, now if I dig around on my press book, I, I might. Hey... Let's have a look.
5: Keane and Company. This
2: is Skip Gordon, Mr.
5: Keene. Oh, good morning, Skip.
2: I haven't heard from you in days. Any news, Mr. Keene?
5: There may be tonight. I can reach you at the Palladium still?
2: Yeah. yeah, we're on for the rest of this week. You know, I got some news for you. Really? Harry Forbes, the saxophone player, walked out of the band last night,
5: and we can't locate him. Hmm. That puts the finger on him, I guess. It would certainly look like that. If he's the guy, if he's harmed Lola in any way. Well, Skip, uh, to be perfectly frank, I'm afraid somebody has harmed her. Mr. Keene. Who? How? I'll probably have the answer for you tonight. Meanwhile, I must use the phone for a very important call.
2: Okay. See you tonight.
5: Hello? Sky top Club. Good. I'd like very much to talk to your manager. Good evening, Charlie. Uh, Good evening, Mr. Keene. Any luck yet locating Lola Bennett, Mr. Keene? Yes and no. I don't get it. In a few minutes, a package may arrive here at the Palladium for me. Ask the delivery man to wait before bringing it in. I want to talk to him. Yes, sir. Meanwhile, where's Mr. Skip Gordon? On stage, introducing a number. By the way, Charlie, the uh, night that Miss Bennett disappeared, was anything moved out of here? No, sir. Uh, but something came in. Uh, some props for our next stage show. I see.
2: Well, uh, Mr. Gordon should be coming off the wings any minute now. New Singer? Yeah, replacing Miss Bennett, but not half as good.
5: Oh, I see Mr. Gordon there now.
2: Hello, Mr. Keene. Hello, Skip.
5: Well, what's the word? Skip, you may have to brace yourself for really bad news. Dead, huh? Dead? Yes, I'm afraid so. As the final sacrifice to a very selfish man. Who? Forbes? Reeves? I'll kill whoever it was. Oh, steady, Skip. We'll see that justice is done. Lola was such a swell kid. Time for you to go on stage again,
2: huh? Yeah. Yeah, the show goes on. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's your master of ceremonies again. About to introduce a rip snorting arrangement of the hit of the season, Pistol Packin' Mama. <laughs>
5: Mr. Keene Mr. Keene Yes, Charlie, I'm coming Uh, The delivery
2: man came, he's waiting for you Good, Charlie, I'll walk back with you If you want any help bringing it in,
5: I... Uh, All that noise Come, let's find a quiet place Go into this dressing room No, no This... This was Miss Bennett's You don't believe in ghosts, Charlie Why, what do you mean? Charlie look at this wardrobe trunk with Miss Bennett's costume well, what about it she really had two trunks two and when the express company came that night to deliver certain props somebody ordered one of the trunks taken away where to the address was already labeled on just as on this one it was sent to the next place where miss bennett was engaged to sing the skytop club who who was responsible for that it's no mystery to me any longer a very jealous man, her former husband. What? I'm going to produce him in a minute. You stay here. I'm staying nowhere. Oh, yes, you are. I'm going out now to have the delivery man bring in that package for me. Listen, Keen, I'm not staying. You're going to watch me open Miss Bennett's second trunk, the one that went to the Skytop Club. I'm having it brought in. I'm watching nothing. We'll open the trunk right here in our dressing room. And just between ourselves, there are police stationed at every exit. The killer will never get out of this theater. You... you found her in the trunk? (laughs) Let me out of here. No, you're Uh, staying right here. I'm locking you in this festival. Mr.
2: Keene. Mr. Keene. Oh, hello, Skip. I came off for a breather while a band is playing. What's up?
5: Skip, my boy. It's too bad that Lola didn't meet somebody like you years ago. Unfortunately, the man she did once marry was insanely jealous and possessive. He couldn't bear to see her succeed where he had failed. She tried her best to help him, but... Well, I... I'd like you to know this much, Skip. She loved you for your generosity. She valued you above anybody in the world. But... but who killed her? Who was the man? A man she ran into again the moment she reached this theater. Three weeks ago. Darn it, Those pistol shots. Didn't you notice something peculiar then, Skip? Hey, what do you mean? One shot was nearer than any of the others. Jeepers, creepers, you mean? It came from this dressing room. Quick, get that door open.
2: Right. Charlie, the doorman. He shot himself. Dead as a doornail. Mr. Keene, was he the guy? Yes,
5: who- her former husband. And that's the way he killed Lola that night. He fired the pistol during the band number.
2: Charlie, a doorman.
5: An old and disappointed performer. He made the palladium with the most tragic performance of his life.
1: so ends the case of the girl who sang too well. Listen next week at the same time as Mr. Keene brings us another of his baffling cases, The Man Who Didn't Come Home. Today the girl, or woman who wants to be popular, knows that one of her most important assets is a charming smile and teeth that sparkle and gleam knows that no matter how smartly she may dress or make up, teeth that are dingy and discolored-looking instantly create an unfavorable impression. And the same is true of the man in business, whose very livelihood depends on selling himself. He knows how quickly discolored-looking teeth can bring failure. That's why today thousands of smart and successful men and women are changing to the new Kalonos High Polishing Toothpaste. So, for your own sake, try the new Kalonos Toothpaste yourself. It works like a jeweler's polish on tarnished silver. It helps remove dull, dingy surface stains, revealing the natural brilliance and sparkle of your teeth. Ask for Colonel's Toothpaste, K O L Y N O S. at your drugstore tonight. You've just been listening to Mr. Keene, Tracer of Lost Persons, now on the air at a new time, every Thursday night, 7.30 to 8, Eastern Wartime, over this network. Don't miss Mr. Keene next Thursday night, when the kindly old tracer turns to the case of the man who didn't come home. This is Larry Elliott saying good night for the makers of Common Osteel and Mr. Keene, tracer of lost persons. <laughs>
0: Famous no rubbing aero wax gives you beautifully waxed shining floors in six to nine minutes flat and at the cost of only a few pennies per room. Think of it, it's quick, easy, economical. Just apply aero wax, it dries to a marvelous luster, cuts out two thirds of your scrubbing. A full pint costs only 25 cents. Get aero wax, A E R O W A X, tomorrow.